Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis, and this is another Ask Benny short form style of an episode where I take the questions that you guys shoot to me at ask at languagehacking.com and I try to make an entire episode where I answer that question. And uh, today's question is, should I learn verb conjugations before I try to speak? And this question really emphasizes the entire understanding of like, how much grammar do I need before I speak? And conjugations, uh, for people who are unfamiliar, are just different forms of a verb. So in English, you have I am, you are, he is. And this can be very tricky because uh, it's a lot easier if you just have one single form, the dictionary form, to be, and that's all you need to learn. But of course, there there are different forms in different tenses even in the language. And this can be very intimidating when you're first getting started because there are so many ways you could say something incorrectly. So the first thing is, as you guys have heard me say so many times, you just have to make mistakes. So I accept at the beginning that I'm not going to be able to use all the correct conjugations of all these verbs. And I accept in if I'm learning something like a romance language that initially maybe I'm going to use the dictionary form or the infinitive as it's called. And that means I might say I to eat a salad right now or yesterday I to eat a pizza. And it's not correct grammatically, but ultimately, if you're just getting started and your goal is speaking, then the priority needs to be how well understood you are. And people do tend to understand you. People are not robots that will spit out error, error whenever you make a mistake and they can't possibly understand you. If you say to someone, yesterday I to eat a pizza, then they get it. They know what you mean. They know you're a learner. So they expect that you're not going to say everything correctly. And they put two and two together and they realize, oh, okay, he means yesterday I ate a pizza. So this is the approach I take with the languages I'm learning. The first language that I learned was Spanish. And uh, Spanish has quite complex uh, conjugation rules uh, as you get into the language. And that was very intimidating for me to have to take on all of that. So for the first few months, I just learned the bare minimum. I learned that infinity form. I maybe learned a little bit about how to say I eat, you eat, she eats. And then maybe I didn't know we eat, but I worked towards that. And, uh, or I might say we eats and use that wrong conjugation, something like uh, nosotros como in Spanish. And yes, that's wrong, but people understand you. So that's your first thing is you need to get momentum. Then after that, you try to remember the patterns. So again, using Spanish as our example, uh, yes, you have different words uh, that are conjugated depending on if the end of the word is AOR, EOR, IOR. But once again, simplify it. And it's okay if you misconjugate these words. And instead of saying nosotros comemos, you say nosotros comamos, which is, uh, it only exists in a particular special conjugation. It's not the regular ver version of it. And that's fine because people still understand you. 
And I know there's this thought process of, uh, they like to call it fossilization, where the mistakes that you make are going to stick with you forever. And this is absolutely not true. I made all of these mistakes with Spanish as I was starting. I spent months and months speaking with uh, very bad conjugations. And I went on to get a C2 diploma in Spanish. And I fixed these mistakes ultimately because later on, I could focus more on that and I could really hone in and decide, uh, you know, I want to learn how to say the subjunctive exactly right. I want to talk about the past tense and the different forms of the past tense and learn how, you, how to use those correctly. And it was a lot less pressure coming to that when I had a bit more momentum in the language because initially I didn't have that momentum. So always keep that in mind that it's fine if you make those mistakes because people understand you. When you get around to it later, you start to learn those patterns. And when I really want to hone in on my grammatical issues, I find that the intermediate level of the language is the best place to do it because the beginning stages are more about getting comfortable with just the language coming out of my mouth and just understanding the bare minimum of what people are saying to me. But at the intermediate stage, then if I pick up a grammar book or if I pick up a traditional learning course that will have those drills to help me really get those correct conjugations in the right situations, then it's a lot easier because I've had so much exposure to the language that even if I wasn't sure how to use one word versus another, at least I've heard them enough times and I'll start to make those associations and it does become easier. So it might be a little controversial. I know a lot of People with a more traditionally academic mindset would hate the idea of sticking with conjugation mistakes for uh, several months, as it might be. Um, but for me personally, and for a lot of people I've helped, this has been the easiest way to do it. You get that momentum first, and then at the intermediate stage, then traditional learning courses are great. The exercises they have in them, they can be fantastic to drill out those mistakes so you can really polish your language skills, but you can only polish something that already exists. You can't polish nothing. And that's why I don't need to know all the grammar at the initial stages. So conjugation, it seems like this giant mess of something that you need to take on. And it really isn't if you take it on at the right time with a bit of exposure to the language and familiarity with the language, you will have heard all of these things enough times that you can start to really understand how to use them and to use them correctly. And then at the intermediate stage with my language lessons, then I will ask my teachers to correct me as much as possible when I make conjugation mistakes. And I'll still make them for a short term, a short, short amount of time, but the teachers will correct me multiple times until I get it right and you'll shake it off. So don't worry about fossilization and get to conjugations a little bit later. But like I said, try to find some of the patterns. Yes, there's irregular verbs, but it's fine if you misconjugate them initially and then just get them corrected by a t uh, native speaker enough times that they'll be drilled into you. And that's essentially how I use uh, the speak from day one approach combined with uh, learning some conjugation over time. I really hope that tip has been helpful to you. And I wish you the best of luck with uh, speaking your target language, whatever that may be. 
And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to leave us a review at languagehacking.com slash review or in the app you're currently in. Uh, just bring us up and leave us a review right there. We really appreciate every single one. Thank you so much for listening. And until the next time, happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis and Shannon Kennedy and produced by David Sobel, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. Theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening and happy language learning.